Welcome to another episode of Midweek Meditation on the FPO Podcast, a weekly devotional podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Obelika. Each week, we take a look at one of the passages from the FPO Bible Reading Plan and have a devotional conversation about what God is teaching us in it and how to apply it in our lives. For more information on how to join us as we engage the Bible together, please visit firstpresopelika.org. Good morning, First Prez family. Hope each of you are doing well, and welcome again to this week's episode of the Midweek Meditation. James and I are here, and this morning uh, we are going to be discussing a few verses at the end of John's Gospel, which we just completed reading together uh, this past week. And so uh, I'm going to read John chapter 21, verse 24 for us. Uh, and then we will dive in. And just for a little bit of context, John is wrapping up his account uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And at the end, he he just very simply wants to remind us uh, ultimately of the trustworthiness and the truthfulness of what he has had to say to us. So uh, that will be what James and I are going to jump into this morning. So here is John chapter 21, verse 24. John writes, This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. James, as uh, as you were reading this, you know, just thinking about John kind of uh, signing off here in his gospel with a reminder um kind of of his his authority and truthfulness. What mm-hmm. what are some of the things that that you were thinking and, and even that we were discussing just a little bit ago? Yeah, I think well first of all, one of the great joys for me of reading the Gospel of John in big chunks. Right. My maybe one of the, the great things about the FPO Bible reading plan is that it is asking and and it's structuring out reading bigger chunks of the scriptures at the same time. And so we'll read a whole chapter and then the next day, another whole chapter. And I just noticed from reading it at a little bit quicker speed, how the connections were made throughout it. Mm. So we see Jesus talking about fellowship with his father and fellowship with us. And we're seeing him talking about how he is the way and the truth and the life. And he makes all these I am statements and these things we know about the gospel of John. But when you're reading them and they pop up, on Monday, and then on Tuesday, and then Thursday and Friday, and you're like, wow, I've read four things this week about, I guess Jesus really wanted us to know this one thing. And mm-hmm. so John, at the end of it, he's he's saying, hey, there have been some pretty miraculous things in here. Jesus fed 5,000 people. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He rose to life himself. Some of these stories are pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. And he comes around right at the end, and he says, Hey, I am bearing witness about these things. I saw them. I was there. So you really can believe me. Mm-hmm. And just the willingness and the helpfulness of John to say, these really actually happened. These aren't stories that were made up. They actually happened. And that is a huge encouragement to me. 
And then I even noticed another connection as we finished John and our FPO Bible reading plan went straight to 1 John, one of his later letters. If he ends the gospel saying, hey, the disciple who's bearing witness about these things, and he's written these things, and we know it's true, he ends it that way. And then he starts up with 1 John saying, hey, that which we have seen and heard and we proclaim also to you, So he's basically saying, and at the beginning he says, we've heard him, we've seen Jesus, we looked at him, we touched him, we were there. John has a pretty big emphasis, it looks like, of saying, believe me, right? I laid by his side, I ate dinner with him, I heard Jesus talk about the fact that he was the bread of life, and he gave me the first communion, I was there. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, even just thinking in our modern, you know, legal system, the weight of eyewitness testimony mm-hmm. is almost above everything else. If if a crime has been committed uh, or something has happened, and they have an eyewitness who will testify to what they've seen and what they've heard, uh, that's almost indisputable. You know, now Mm -hmm. obviously it comes down to the trustworthiness of the witness. And what John is saying here is, hey, I'm, I'm an, I'm a chief eyewitness to uh, all of the miracles and to Jesus Christ himself. Like, as you've said, I've touched him. Yeah. Um, I've seen him. I've heard him. I've walked with him. And when, when we think that the, the stories of the gospel span, you know, three years or so in the life and ministry of Jesus, that's a lot of seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of touching. That's a lot of hearing, which is why John even says at the end, in the last verse of his gospel, now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. What a way to end a book. Yeah, what a way, you know, but it just, he just, he doubles down again and yeah. says, this is just a tiny, tiny collection. Mm-hmm of a few of the things that Jesus did. And as he tells us at the end of chapter 20, uh, the point uh, is that we might come face to face with Jesus, that we might see him and believe that he's the Christ, and that by believing we would have life in his name. And so um, if anybody is worth listening to as an authoritative person on Jesus, Mm -hmm. then John is it. Yeah, And that's what he's saying. He's saying, you can trust me. Uh, and so as you've thought about that for us, a few thousand years later, uh, with these stories before us, how should that um, encourage us? How should that deepen our, uh, our trust in, yeah. in the Bible as we try to dive into it devotionally? Yeah. Well, I'm going to answer that by first saying how I think the very first, maybe a common objection to that, that I've heard is, yeah, but he lived 2,000 years ago. Like, John clearly wrote this book. I mean, he said he wrote this book so that we would believe. Like, is he really, is he biased? Is he actually all that trustworthy? Mm -hmm. Like, he was leading a movement. What if this is just him trying to pull our strings? Sure. I think the first thing to, to know about that is... You know, one of the helpful phrases that I've heard is that, you know, everything we ever hear is biased. 
Um, we all are coming from a perspective, and it's not that biases are bad. It's that bad biases are bad, mm-hmm. to kind of put it playfully. And then secondly, there's not a single thing that any of us have ever known or learned or believed that we did not hear from somebody else. All of our knowledge comes from somebody else that we trust, mm-hmm. whether that is our parents telling us, this is how you eat food, or from an expert who wrote a science textbook and said, this is how cells work. I've looked through a microscope and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. There's not a single thing we've ever believed that has not come from testimony. Right. And so I think when we're thinking about this testimony, um, sometimes in our own life, the things that have backup where other people affirm it, that becomes a little bit more true to our eyes. John was writing and he was, he was not the only eyewitness. If John said something that was wrong, other people would have said, hey, I was, I was one of the 5,000 people at that crowd and I did not get bread or fish, right? There were enough people. He was famous that it would have been very clear mm. that John was lying. Yeah. So there, we don't have evidence of that. Instead, we see a, across scripture, across Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and the testimony of the church from the earliest times, they were agreed upon it. Mm-hmm. It was truthful. And so we really can believe it because there are multiple places where Christ is affirmed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a good word that, you know, there's, um, you know, there's this idea that uh, faith is blind, mm-hmm. and there's an aspect of faith that you know we we step out of maybe concrete reality, kind of out, off the ledge, trusting that Jesus will bear us up. But but real faith isn't isn't blind at all. It's yeah. based on real information. Mm-hmm. It's based on factual information. It's based on historical reality, uh, and that's that's what you're saying here is that. John isn't just saying, hey, just believe me. John is saying, there's good evidence mm-hmm. to believe me in addition to the fact that I was there and I saw it. Yeah. But so did thousands of other people. Mm-hmm. So did an entire generation mm-hmm. in a region of the world that was heavily populated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and the evidence to the contrary doesn't exist, and that's the point. Right. Is what we have is overwhelming evidence of this person and this Jesus who did these things that was attested to not only by the church, but by uh, the Jewish culture and Jewish historians. And um, there's there's no evidence to the contrary uh, that can bear the weight to the evidence that these things about Jesus Christ um, are true. And so... We don't trust these things blindly, but John is, in a sense, saying, uh, go do the research. It's all right there before your eyes. And it's as we do that and we come in faith to these words, to these stories that John says, um, as he did at the end of chapter 20, uh, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, that he's the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think... Right. You've got some of these wonderful details in John that even help affirm that. Right. He mentions people by name. He says, like, hey, it was Joseph of Arimathea. That was the tomb Jesus was in. Like, 
you could go ask Joseph of Arimathea, like, did you give away your grave to Jesus? And all these wonderful things. And so I'm just, I'm always encouraged when the Bible helps me and that God, I realize that God has actually given me evidence and he is helping me to believe scripture. Mm. And I think as we look even into first John, as we're starting to get into that in this week's readings, John then goes out of his way and he helps us to see there's a really big benefit of believing the testimony of scripture. Mm-hmm. He says in first John chapter one, verse uh, three, he says, you know, here's this message we've given to you so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Believing scripture puts us in fellowship and communion with the God who created everything, right? We are reading the actual words that God has given to us. We are in relationship with him. We are hearing what he has to say. And so that means we are connected to him, mm. right? This, these are not just stories. These are powerful stories and they have the ability to change our hearts, to show us our sin and our junk and to encourage us to to live in fellowship with joy with God. Mm. Yeah, we all know the experience of reading a good novel and in our mind getting wrapped up into the story. Mm-hmm. And there's a sense in which what John is saying is as we do that with scripture, the same thing happens, but it's not some world of make-believe yeah. that we get wrapped up into. It's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get connected to the actual uh, hero of this story, to God himself mm. and to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, which could never actually happen when we read some other novel. Uh, and so as we close this morning, I, I just hope that this encourages you as you Uh, dive into your reading of the New Testament with us, that uh, this is not just some spiritual exercise we go through where we read and move on. Uh, Every time we open up this book, something, uh, we could say magical, but probably better is something supernatural takes place, Mm. where God himself steps down out of heaven. God himself lifts us up uh, out of the earth to commune with him and to fellowship with him, Uh, and with the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, we hope that with that confidence, uh, you dive into the Word again, either later today or tomorrow or sometime this week. We love you guys. We look forward to being together next week.